Raul. <laughs> We're here again. This is the eighth episode of our second season. Yeah, the last one. The last one. So go and do something next week, people. <laughs> Read a book. Take up watercolours. <laughs> go jet skin. Walk the dog. <laughs> something different. Yeah. So, um, but we recorded eight episodes this season and number eight we felt wasn't cutting it. No. It, it was... It was you think neat. we'd be getting used to this now, wouldn't you? But You would, but this but. wasn't good enough. So... So we decided to bin it and do something different. We did. And we were kicking around lots of ideas and thinking about what the unifying themes were through this current season. Um, and it took a while to pin this down, didn't it? It did, it did. Be- because there's a lot of edgy stuff yeah. in it and we want to avoid getting into needless controversy and just burning energy where it's not going to produce any good goodness. And uh, so we're trying to think, what's at the heart of this? And it seemed to be a, a unifying theme. Seemed to be about making sure that we're giving honour to people. Right. Yes. Yeah. And that if we give honour to people, we'll unpack this in a minute. Don't worry. Hang on there. Uh, if we give honour, then we get life. Yeah. 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 Uh, we get peace. Yeah. Do Do you want to help us unpack these a little bit? So, what What do we mean by honour? Okay. So, when we when we talk about honour, we're often talking in the context of giving weight to something, hmm. the appropriate weight that somebody deserves, right? And uh, so for me, it's it's about how do we think about um, when somebody's talking to me that I'm going to give them weight in that. Yeah. So, um, so if we're really practical about this, if you've got a problem with the electrics in your house yeah. and one guy's a trained electrician and the other is a... Uh, an enthusiast who knows nothing but has watched a YouTube video or two, you'd give more weight to what one person said over another. Exactly. <laughs> it's it's not yeah. a particularly spiritual principle, and yet it fundamentally it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and it, and it, and it works out practically in other areas as well, right? So so if, if we are going to give, if I'm going to give you honour, then I have to listen to you, to hear and understand you. Not just to be thinking, how can I best answer your argument? Hmm. So I should be able to argue your case back. That's giving honour to someone. Right. It's about giving dignity to someone. It's about giving them respect. And and actually giving that initially, whether you think they deserve it or not. Because the reality is, is that we need each other. And I think that that's a real problem that we have in the world now. We don't think we need each other. Yeah, Our opinion is the only opinion. and So we're going to try and unpack some of that. That's right. And the win here yeah. is, is that honour is the pathway. But what's the win? Well, the win is is that we, we get to a place of peace. Right? That's, that's nice. What do you mean? Everything's nice and quiet? <laughs> is, it, no, is it more than this? It, it's more than that. It, it, it's being able to get to a place where we can walk together even in our disagreement. And I think that one of the problems that we have in the world, and, you know, we talked about this a little bit when we yeah. talked about how do we get back from here? You know, these, these polarised positions, how do we get back to those? And part of the reason is that we don't get back from those, that we stay in these very polarised, very black and white kind of right and wrong kind of situations, mm. is that we don't believe that we can walk together when we disagree. But actually, honour is all about giving that person honour 
so that I can walk with them even if I disagree with them. So actually, although peace through honour sounds quite lame yeah. <laughs> yes, and bookish, it's a radical proposition given how hectic the world is out there at the moment <laughs> when it just seems so polarised yeah. and people who used to know how to get on and cope with difference yeah. no longer can or do. And one of the, I think one of the one of the things that you know certainly I, I I've seen in the last probably you know I'll be sixty this year. Well, can you believe that? Happy birthday! But, <laughs> well, it's not until December, so we're all right. But but in my you know say in the last fifty years, right, I've seen a difference in the way in which that discourse goes, hmm. in the sense that people can't have a a a good conversation with disagreement. Right. You know, you, you immediately go to a position and you hold that position. You're not even willing to be persuaded in a different way. Mm. And um, and we're not able to secede to somebody else's point of view or, or even give them honour in the fact, oh, you have a point there. <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? It, it's, and if we, if we live in that way all the time, then we're going to keep missing each other and we're going to keep missing the best for the whole. And the outcomes could be disastrous oh, as, yeah. as well. I mean, yeah. but I'm, I'm just thinking... Well, they already are. Well, yes. And I'm just thinking about the... Um, a lot of social media at the moment is focused on the other. Yeah. And it demonises the other. Yeah. So actually, I know when I come to yeah. talk to the other, I already know how bad they are. Yeah. I know how worthless their yeah. ideas are yeah. i know how i think their thinking stinks yeah. so i there's no way i'm going to be listening to this person because yeah. they're actually not a person anymore they're a representative of a group yeah. who i despise yeah. we dehumanize people again We're dehumanizing yeah, yeah. and that's been yeah. an alarming development yeah and we don't give people dignity and we don't give them respect as people yeah you see people have honor because they're people you know, and in our in our context, we believe that they've been made in the image of God, right? Again, so, yeah. so they have an intrinsic worth. Yeah. Everybody has an intrinsic worth. So, in if we're going to diagnose the problem with the world today, hold on, folks. <laughs> <laughs> it's that is that we've we've we're just we're allowing a dehumanization yeah. Yeah. to re-enter that, exactly. and and we need to. That's the battle we need to fight. So, it's not fighting this argument or that argument or this group or that group mm. it's fighting against the very mm. loss of our humanity mm. in the way we look yeah. at and, and and value and yeah. engage with each other and we're not looking to persuade people yeah we're looking to enforce it upon people right so so and that's so often what we're trying to do we're trying to enforce our idea yeah of right and wrong our idea of what things should be our idea rather than saying no actually i let me persuade you hmm. and the, the thing the problem with persuasion sometimes is is that then you're you are persuaded as well hmm. yeah. <laughs> so so it becomes rather than it becoming my idea or your idea my way or your way it becomes our way and that's you know on a bring helps you to get to our way yeah. rather than my way or your way. Yeah. Right and wrong becomes the position of no. Let's find life. Yeah. How do we find life in that? You know, which we covered yeah. in, in yeah. I think the second one of this yeah. season, right? So, so I just think that those are really important aspects, and uh, you know, so your know, tolerance now is if I <laughs> tolerance is all isn't about. Um, 
being able to walk with you in disagreement. Tolerance is you have to come to my way of thinking. Yeah. Otherwise, you're not tolerant. No, no, that's not true. I can I can not agree with you, but still walk with you. That's real tolerance. Yes. Right. That's yeah. real tolerance. Yeah. But we've we've we moved away from that now. So as soon as I say, well, I don't agree with you. Well, you're intolerant. I'm bigoted. Mm. You know what? However, that works, um, and or you know that works the other way for me as well. You know, yeah. if you don't if you don't agree with me, then well, you're just mm. a bigot. You're, yeah. you're you're just not tolerating my point yeah. of view. No, no, yeah. I can tolerate your point of view by not persecuting you. That yeah. <laughs> by not you know that doesn't mean I have to agree with you though. And it's interesting that the big issues in the in the news in the past five ten years have been very polarizing yeah. issues. So you think of Brexit in the UK in 2016. Um, funnily enough, you know, in the run up to that, it didn't feel that divisive. It's mm. it's when it happened, then it suddenly something went. There was something different. Something shifted. Mm. And it was like Brexit was this enormous argument about who British people are and their identity and their, their, their vision of the world. And, and so it was very polarising. That happened in the same year as the, the Trump election in the US. Very different sort of um, particulars. But the Americans found themselves very polarised around that. Yeah. And there's any number of issues yeah. um, that, 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 that the Americans, uh, gun control, abortion, mm -hmm. and so on, that are highly polarising. Yeah. And but if, if Brexit wasn't big enough, suddenly something called COVID em emerges, where we end up being locked down and vaccines coming out, and the the very lockdown policies, and then the vaccine policies, and then the mask policies. Everything seemed to polarize everybody into. Yeah, it, it, it's just it, it's an extraordinary. I, I don't, as you say, it doesn't feel like that was what was going on in the seventies, eighties, and nineties in the same way to the same degree. There seems to be a loss of yeah. the way we we humanize each other, doesn't it? And I and I think I think that's that, that's an interesting point, yeah, because people who lived in the seventies and eighties, right, will, will be going, oh, no, there were those issues. Yeah. There were issues that we very violently agreed on at, at times but it didn't polarize us in the same way it didn't push us to us and them right. in the same way i mean yeah. obviously there are there are issues i'm sure there were issues around that yeah. i'm sure there were but but not not as much as it has now yes. right and yeah. i think that i think some of it as well is that is is that we've we've moved to a whole a whole point of life where there isn't any redemption anymore you know, you can't, you know, what, again, one of our themes this, this week has been, uh, sorry, this season has been the redemptive mindset, which again, is, I think has gone through a lot of what we've talked about. Um, but there's no redemption often now. Yes. Do you know what I mean? It, yeah. I, I can't change. I am what I am. And therefore I will always be that. Mm. I said something 40 years ago mm. and I, I am that now. It doesn't give you the option to go, well, actually, no, I've been transformed, actually. You know, I've mm. changed my mind. I can't change my mind now. So you've got people who are losing jobs to something they said 20 years ago mm. without being given the opportunity to actually explain mm. 
their process of transformation, mm. right? Or their, their process of change. That you know, we change our mind. We are transformed. You know, so so I, I find I find that. I find that really distasteful, yeah. if I'm honest. Yeah. You know, because we're not honouring, we're not giving honour to one another in that no. way. We, we, in fact, we're saying you will always be in that shame. Yeah. You know, because I'm not, I'm not trying to, to defend that person's view twenty years ago. Yeah. But I, I'm also not wanting to keep them in the shame of it if they've changed. Sure, if they haven't changed, that's a whole different issue. But we don't even give people the opportunity to change. To say, yeah. to explain, yeah. to say, well, actually, yeah, that was something I held on, and then I came, I had a, a, a light bulb moment, you know, I, something changed in me. As if, they, as if those kinds of events don't happen anymore. Uh, exactly, we, 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 yeah. we're not allowed to repent yeah. anymore, yeah, you, yeah, know, yeah. you know, repent really, you know, we think that's a religious term, it's yeah. not really, yeah. it means to change the way we think about something to yep. change our minds yep. you know and as if we could learn yes exactly <laughs> as if as if actually oh i got a bit people do learn better to live better do you know what <laughs> yeah, i mean it's like, so so it's 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 like somebody who never washed you know was stinky <laughs> um then learns how to wash but we still think yeah. they're stinky you know it's it's that kind of so we're in a really polarized position yeah. and we lost lost the way we're not honoring each other in the same way yeah we may once have and and we we dehumanize each other at worst and then you know the costs of that and the consequences are all, uh, are really difficult and, and and bad for everybody so the, the question i've got here is is there something about this time and process we're in well, let's, let's go back where's god in all that right okay and I, I you know i think this is really interesting because i just want to say something else before we move on to that i i i don't want people to think that we're looking for some kind of colorless gray kind of existence where there are no differences of opinion and i, I it's actually the opposite to that is yeah, what i'm saying yeah. is is that actually i want those differences yeah but I want to be able to honour somebody in their difference, right? Exactly. So and you preserve the difference, but you honour the person. Exactly. And I, in, this comes back to all kinds of other issues as well, like equality. Hmm. You know, I think we look at equality as all being the same. Hmm. It's not all hmm. about being the same. It's about having the same worth no matter what our differences are. Hmm. Right? That, that for yep. me, is what real equality is, is that everybody hmm. in the difference that they have the whatever it is is equal they have an equal worth yes yeah intrinsic worth they are human and we've got a more there's an intrinsic just when we are human there's an intrinsic worth in us yeah or when there's life is probably a better way of putting that because you know i think that's true about animals and, st and the, the climate and all, all, all of those kinds of things then it changes the way we think about things when we start to honor the context that we're in yeah this is so the question then is there's been a change and a yeah. shift yeah and there is disruption going on yeah do you see god in that yeah, there's an interesting verse that talks about um, I will shake the nations, right? <laughs> and I think you can you can finish the quote in a minute, okay? So I will change the nations, yeah. I will shake the nations, yeah. and the, the, for me, there's 
that shaking is definitely going on. Yeah. You know, I see God in that disruption. You know, God, I see God as the disruptor in this in this yeah. whole thing. He's looking at his creation and he's saying they're not giving each other worth. They are not honoring one another. I'm going to shake that thing up. <laughs> so, so if what you're saying is true, so, so the verse you're referencing is Haggai 2, where it says, um, uh, and it's, it's in Handel's Messiah, if anyone knows that one. Uh, it says, uh, this is what the Lord Almighty says, in a little while I will once more shake the heavens and the earth, the sea and the dry land. I will shake all nations. And what is desired by all nations will come. That's interesting, isn't it? Mm. There's the desire, that peace, yep. the end. But we'll come back to that in a minute. And I will fill this house with glory. And we've talked about the fruit of the Spirit in the past being the, the nature of God and the yeah. glory of God. But we come back to that in a bit. Uh, the point is that God, in this reference point, identifies himself as a shaker. Mm. Someone who looks on things, we need to shift this, we need to move it on. Mm. So it's like God moves the tectonic plates and earthquakes start mm. happening along mm. the... I'm not talking in a natural sense. I'm just talking the, <laughs> I was just going to yeah, say this. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So what I'm saying is, is that God moves the, the ground and it causes all kinds of disruption. And it feels like, and I hope, I hope I'm not being um, a hopelessly naive and optimistic person here, but it feels like we've gone down a dark cul-de-sac so far because not everybody's responded to the shaking so it's kind of been led by people who totally down on you know and up for, up for doing it they're down on it or whatever whatever the expression is the, 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 those who really want to see change have kind of raced into the void and but but we've lost the mm. honor that we, the very end point we should mm. be getting to yeah so there needs to come a, a heavenly order a, a god heaven on earth something we've not yet seen has to come through that so so the shaking disruption and pain we're seeing in the world around is like the birth pains perhaps of a process that's going to produce something much better yeah. if we can begin to look at the other the person we disagree with and begin to see them as god sees them and to honor and value them and to sit and, and talk to them and listen and hear them so we properly understand them not just think we know what they're on about that's right yeah so so there could be a redemptive this is off one of the wrong things isn't it <laughs> yeah and i and i think you know there's two there's two views of the world of the way the world's going right yeah and one is it's just getting worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and worse yeah. and then it'll come to an end right yeah. or things actually are getting better and worse <laughs> yeah, that's another that's another view yeah. and I, that that would be my view is yeah. that i think things are getting better but they're also getting worse so actually when you look through history you will find a lot of things are better now than they were even things we think are worse than they were are actually better than they were yeah. which is really interesting you know so so you know i'm i'm optimistic because i believe god is a good god at the end of the day that's mm. you know that my my view of god is a good god right and he's good all the time so so, mm. so and that doesn't mean i'm there's not good bad things that happen and that's not what i'm saying because that's a whole nother discussion probably but what i'm trying to say is is that is that we we need to we need to get there so every now and then i think perhaps even more than every now and then god shakes the nations mm. 
And, and, and the key here is that see, it, God is completely capable of just showing up and implementing peace, yeah. imposing peace. Yeah. He could do that. That's been his option from the beginning. But he chose from the beginning that he would work through humanity mm. and humanity would bear his image. And that essentially we've got to begin to look like him and taste like him and sound like him and show up like him. It's got to happen in us. So, so what he'll do is he'll disrupt things from time to time when they've got blocked up and locked down and he'll disrupt things and he'll push us. So the early phases of that can feel horrible, mm. but it actually is still him. Yes. Because he's a disruptor. Yeah. <laughs> he's a disruptor, but then he's oh, a maker. He's- Right, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, so it, 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 it does both. You know, often you have to have disruption before you can have peace, yeah, yeah. right? So if you want your house to be renovated, there's a lot of disruption in that before you get to the place of yeah, peace. And yeah. I, I think that there's a lot, there's a lot in there, and there's a lot. Yeah, that analogy falls down a lot as well. But it, there's a lot in it that we that we can take. But you know, so I think that the way God is shaking the nations right now is. In certain things, because he, I, I think he's fed up. <laughs> I think he's going. Hang on a minute. Yeah. We we need some disruption here because this is wrong. Yeah, he's disrupting the wrong there. And and this goes back to what we've said before about um, we we see these things go on and and we see the disruption taking place and people take sides initially and then we look at the right and wrong issue and we get oh, I'm. I'm, I'm I'm in the right. Yeah. I mean, we know we're right. We trained this. We studied yeah. it. We learned it. We heard it. We know, and so we we find ourselves in that right wrong thing, but we're missing the life death yeah. Yeah. dynamic. Yeah. We just bring death at that point. Oops. There's only there's only one. If <laughs> if we live in a right and wrong paradigm all the time, yeah. it will lead to death because yeah. it leads to yeah. religion. Yeah. That, you know, and religion's never good. Yeah, we're burning um, each other. Yeah, yeah. we end we, and and yeah and, and misunderstanding one another and deliberately, I think sometimes standing on a a truth. You know, you know, you hear that a lot. You know, and it's like truth can't hasn't got any power of its own. Mm. Yeah, I I'm I'm honest. I honestly don't think we have to defend God's truth. I think God is quite capable of mm. defending his own truth. Yeah, yeah. You know, my word will not come back to me void. That's that, that that's a promise, you know. So so I don't feel I'm I have to do that. That doesn't mean I don't argue about truth. I don't stand for truth. I I'm not it's none of that. But what I'm saying is is that when we get into that right and wrong not willing to listen to the other person because you know, we only hold a part of the truth. Mm. Yeah. That's the reality, you yeah. know. At any time in my life, I do not hold all the truth. Mm. I hold parts of the main bits of the truth, perhaps, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you know, but I do not hold all the truth because if I did hold all the truth, I wouldn't change. Yeah. I wouldn't be yeah, any yeah. need to change. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, one part of my story is over the past few years since the Brexit thing, because that just re- really took me by surprise in, 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 in terms of how things worked in the UK. Just remember, remember the upheavals. We forget about it now because they've been lost behind other big news events, but because we've got a Ukraine war now that could potentially go nuclear and we've got, you know, we've got all kinds of things kicking off, right? We forget that it wasn't that long ago that the UK Parliament 
was prorogued and, and people were going to the High Court to overturn what had been agreed in Parliament and Parliament couldn't function and the whole the yeah. whole country for a couple of yeah. years just log jammed and I just remember at the time in my spirit just feeling Brexit is too small a thing. Right. Now for some people it may be a hill that they need to fight and die on because actually God's called them in to do a certain thing. But particularly for myself I just felt this is too small a thing it feels big, but it's not big enough because there's something bigger at stake for us here. And I didn't understand what it was. And the other thing that's happened is just, these are just kind of voices, that I hear, the voice I hear in the back of my head quietly just talking. And it, the second one was this, it said, uh, it's, it's just coming to the recognition of, you know how we look at the world and we want it to be uh, the, the way we see it should mm. be, you know, and we, are encouraged and delighted when we see things we like and when we see things that we don't like we feel discouraged or hmm. hopeless or whatever it is i felt just this growing sense on me that actually Ralph, this is not my world hmm. this is our world so there are actors out there in the world right now i'm not talking about evil actors hmm. no, <laughs> but sure. I'm, I'm talking about actors of a different stripe of a different color other with a different worldview, pushing hard for that. And I've taken the view now, actually, this is not my world. This is our world. And I need to fight for our world. Mm -hmm. I'm not, not, not saying that to say, well, look at how wonderful, mature position I've adopted. I'm just saying over the process of the past couple of years, I've heard those things just going on. And, and so the conversation we're talking about here is consistent mm. with, uh, with that. And, mm. I mean, even even some people who represent things I just find really, really challenging. Mm. This is their world as well. Yeah. And therefore, we have to find a way where we both occupy this world. We both bring good things to it. And there has to be a certain amount of compromise in that. And tolerance, right? So, 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 and, you know, those are, those are, those are almost dirty words in the Christian world. Mm. You know, you don't want to compromise on mm. anything. I'm not. I'm not sure that's true. <laughs> um, but again, that that's probably that that probably needs some unpacking a little well, bit. I more. think the issue is this: we don't compromise on the fact we will honour each other. Yeah. yeah. Our battle is of a higher level and yeah. a higher order. Yeah. And is he, is he, as I say, God can impose peace, yeah. but he's not. <laughs> yeah. That's what our battle. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's too small a thing. Yeah. Now, God might call you to individually to be involved in certain things, and therefore, it is something. Yeah. But for a lot of us, these things are just yeah. news fodder, yeah. And where we need to take a, and and there are some things as well that that you know God calls us to stand on, like injustice, you know those those kinds of things, right? And some of us more than others hmm. on on certain things, you know. And but I think part of the problem is if God calls us to do it, He must be calling everybody to do it. That's that's often the way we we take that. That is not necessarily true. That's very good. And I, I think that, that that that's a whole different, that's a whole, again, that's a whole different approach to life. You know, I think that, you know, it's, it's not my world or their world, it's our world, but actually ultimately it's his world, right? So, so, so it's, it's like, well, okay, and, and therefore there'll be a lot of difference and a lot of variety and a lot of diversity in mm. that because God is very diverse, actually. Um, and the problem is, is that we look at it from our perspective 
and our bit of the puzzle and we think we're the whole and we're not we're just a part of it mm. it's like a stained glass window you know that that example again you know it's it's like if you want to see the whole beauty of it you have to have lots of different pieces yeah. and colors and in yeah. and, and, and put in different shapes and different sizes and different prominence as well because yeah. that's a whole another aspect to it that's all within god's diversity yeah. i i believe you know and uh you, you know when we talked about redeem the redempt redemptive mindset we talked about looking in every culture to find out what is God wants to redeem it in it and not from our perspective, you know, but actually because in that culture, something that is very different from the way we do something is probably God's way of doing it mm. as well. And we have to acknowledge that. We mm. And that's honouring again. That That's bring, giving it weight. It's saying, no, we, we don't hold the whole. Mm. We hold part of the whole. Mm. We don't say we don't hold any of it either. And that's, you see, that's the other default thing is that people will say, yeah, but you don't have any of it. No, it's just that's just wrong that's just rubbish i'm sorry mm. uh, just because i was i'm of a certain color i'm of a certain age i'm of a certain country or whatever you can't say to me i don't have any part mm. and i don't have anything to say because yeah. that's not true yeah. i don't have everything to say and i don't have all the parts and part of the problem is is that mm. certain cultures and genders and think they have all of the yeah, answers yeah. right no it's not about that and i think that's a really important aspect to it it comes back to this whole thing again you know often we talk about to just let's talk about raising kids right mm. so we'll talk about well you know they've been dependent on us we want to make them independent no we don't that is really bad parenting to make your child independent mm. what you want to make them is interdependent where they realize they cannot do it all on their own. Right. They do need other people because God calls us to be community. Mm. He calls us to share. He calls, and if we can develop an interdependent mindset, we realize that we are, we're all different and we bring different aspects to it and we're all needed mm. and we all have something to say, right? So I think that that is just a really important part of this honoring thing again, yeah, exactly. you know. So it's not about getting other people to believe what I believe or accept what I accept. <laughs> so, Sorry about that. So we're not very good at this podcasting yet. We're still, <laughs> still working on it. So it's not about I getting... I just headbutted my mic just in case you're wondering what that noise was. <laughs> we, we, want, we don't want to get people to our point of view. We want to value them and hear them and understand them and let them know they've been heard without trying to correct them without trying to change them yeah, yeah. we can have conversations we need wisdom around yeah. where we go on that but in that honoring of each other god is present in that dynamic even if we think they're on the wrong side of an issue that god yeah. speaks about yeah. I, I was at a wedding recently and someone was reading um a chapter from 1 corinthians 13 where paul talks about love it's often quoted at weddings and it said if i speak with the tongues of men and angels if i prophesy if i have gifts if i can um if i give my body to burn if i do all kinds of things he said but i haven't love i'm nothing oh. all of that adds up to nothing and the reason i'm saying this is because i'm sort of talking to us mm. people who consider ourselves believers here if we have not love 
in everything else we're nothing <laughs> which means zero <laughs> the only thing that counts the only all that matters is love i'm sure it says elsewhere in the bible the only thing that counts is love working mm. through faith is that right yeah faith working through love rather um so why does that matter because love is this love means to show up for the other yeah that not to show up for yourself jesus said this he said don't love if you love yourselves and those who agree with you well what's that even the heathen do that he said but i want you to love your enemies Mm. do good to those who misuse you and treat you badly Mm. greater love has no one than this than he lay down his life for a friend yeah. laying down even laying down my life yeah. but in in regards to the enemy and the other you still got to love them yeah. not just your own yeah. and why, why am i saying it because the very fundamental teachings of jesus and the teaching of paul is that you're zero if it's not love okay speak to the heart of what we're saying here which Ooh. is that i have to show up for the other yeah. i can't just decide the other is going to go to hell and they're not worth listening to and we're just going to crush them and beat them down and because actually at that point we're manifesting something very different we don't know what spirit we're of that's the way of the world right i you see i i I think we we miss a lot of different things right so let me let me let me put that in a kind of modern way thing that might you know that might help if we um lay down our life right so what does that mean well what if it meant lay down in my opinion? What if it meant laying down my right to something? Because we are big on that in the West. We are. Right? It's, it's all about my rights. Well, I have the right not to do that. I have the right to do that. I have, a, I have the freedom of speech. Now, I'm not saying we shouldn't fight for freedom of speech and all that, but it's freedom of speech. It's, it's freedom. It's, if you're going to fight for freedom of speech... You have to, you have to listen to other people that you don't agree with. No, <laughs> you no. can't shut them down at that point. Now, I do believe that freedom of speech should be with responsibility. Hmm. So I think we need to. You see, I think that freedom of speech isn't enough of a um, a definition, really. It's freedom of speech with responsibility, right? Because there's consequences to freedom of speech sometimes. Um, and that's good, both good and bad, right? So, so I, I, probably not making myself very clear, but but it's it's that mm. I, I just think we got we got to be willing to lay down some of those things mm. for the good of the other, mm. right? Yep. So, so for instance, you know, when we we come like masks, right? Well, I'm not sure about the science and all the rest of it, but actually, for some people, that was comfort to them. Mm. And it was important to them and they, it helped them not to be too fearful. Yeah. Well, what does it cost me to wear a mask? What does it cost? It doesn't cost me anything. It really doesn't. For me, per- this is what I got to on it mm. personally. Mm. It doesn't cost me anything. Mm. It really doesn't. You know, so what? It's uncomfortable. It's an inconvenience. Mm. Do I want to do it? Probably not. Mm. But actually, for the good of the other... Mm. I'm willing to lay down my opinion and my right not to have to wear a mask yeah, yeah. in order to help somebody yeah. who, without it, would have mental issues or, you know, really be fearful, wouldn't go out, all so, that kind of stuff. To be clear here, what we're saying is, in your mind, you could have a view about 
the effectiveness of these, you could be concerned about government policy and the way the world's going bonkers. And yet, with all that, you don't relinquish that, but the way you show up in the other person's life right. is you show up for them. Yeah. Uh, you know, for you, I'm going to wear a mask. Yeah. So, for instance, I know families that... Because that's split. the diversity, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. You don't give up what you believe, but I, you show up for the other. I know, I know families that were divided over that issue. So they didn't see each other mm. because one of them was fearful about... I mean, you can say, well, they shouldn't be fearful and I'm not going to help them in their fear and all yeah. that. Yeah, but actually, what does it matter? Yeah. It, yeah. It, 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 if you want to persuade them, you're not going to persuade them by shouting at them and not turning up. You're going to persuade them by loving them through that and turning up with them in it. And letting them know that you value them. Yes. Saying, I don't agree with this, yeah. but I still love you. Yeah. And I'm still willing to turn up in your life yeah. in it. If we want to be biblical about this, which we should from time to time, I'm sure Paul talks about this. Um, he says, if your faith allows you to do something and you've got greater faith than someone else, well, still show up for them by making allowances for them don't get them yeah. on i mean he says that particularly doesn't he yeah yeah it does yeah, yeah. so this, am i it's, right it's, romans 14 so something about that no, it's, it's, it's probably it's, corinthians corinthians yeah. that's right yeah it's all around the thing about worship and yeah. how we a community we all kind of yeah. work together it's saying if your faith is better than someone else's good for you that's great yeah. but don't let your faith be a stumbling block for them for is what he, what he talks about. Precisely. So, so actually, Paul did address the very issue. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Now. And, and you know, that, that can make us feel more superior or what it's not meant to, no. actually. It's it's actually loving someone is will, being willing to sacrifice for them yeah. But, yeah. at their point. Now, you know, you know, I know, I know that people give loads and loads of examples in their mind of where that doesn't work. Yeah. And, and that's, there, there are loads and loads yeah. where it doesn't work, but there are more where it does. Hmm. <laughs> and that's the point yeah. you know the the point is is that you know at the end of the day if we want to take it really to, to the extremes jesus could have done it all from heaven he yeah. chose to come and live amongst us in yeah, the yeah. squalor of who, who we were you know I, yeah i'm still in the gospel of john and john one you know in yeah. it, it, the 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 creator of heaven he dwelt among us dwelt among us he came and lived in, and he didn't come and live in a nice mansion. He yeah. came to the squalor of a stable. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. he, he lived in the squalor of Nazareth. He mm. went to the place where people would say, can anything good come out of this place? Mm. You know, it, it's it's like, wow. Well, and he limited himself mm. to humanity, to yeah. the, the that which he'd created. He limited himself to what he'd created. It's just immensely humbling to look at that and there's nothing that god asks me and you know this is where people go yeah but god's not asking me to do that well i'm sorry sometimes you know when we say god's not asking me to do that mm. we are totally disobeying what the bible tells us to do <laughs> did you hear that people <laughs> <laughs> because you know we we often we're often looking people people often say to me well what is god telling me to do i don't god is not speaking to me god's yep. not and I, you know i just normally at that point say you be patient with people because a command be patient <laughs> do you know what? if you want to if you want to if you want to do what god's telling you to do mm. be kind yeah be generous yeah 
<laughs> right? Yeah. Bring joy into the world and not sadness all the time. Yeah. A misery. Start there and you'll so, start to hear. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, well, actually, you know, it, so it's those kinds of things for me. And, it, you know, I, coming back to the shaking of the nations kind mm. of thing, you know, where's God shaking at the moment? I, yeah, I, it's, I think that's a really interesting question to ask, you know. Yeah. Where do you, why is God, why is there such a shaking going on? Mm. Well, you know, one of the areas is in the whole area of bringing, giving a voice to the voiceless. Mm. I honestly believe that. I, you know, it's it's very interesting when you start to look, and you know, and, and we can decry some of this because it again, it's it's the whole dishonouring thing if we're not careful. But we are less likely to listen to politicians at the moment, right? Hmm. Because they've they've shown themselves to be dishonourable. But then we have the voice of somebody who's not in that aspect I, mm. I i just think there's a whole there's a whole aspect mm. to that that yeah. that that that, um, that we need to give more yeah. thought to yeah and i think often we we as believers can be confused because when god's doing this at a global level it seems to me that you get ian bashing his mic again <laughs> do you want to do it a few times get out <laughs> at your system and then we yeah get... yeah so i'm <laughs> head banging <laughs> so, when God pushes, it happens across the board. So you've got people who are walking with God, and there'll be a very positive outcome there. People who are not particularly walking with God, and then you'll, you'll see it manifest, and they will be drawn to it because it says the desire of all nations. Okay? But there will also be toxic people in, yeah. in wickedness. The same thing will be going on there because God's pushing it. And so you'll as believers we can see maybe the toxic expression and think well that's really bad we can't no 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 no. actually maybe god we just need to take a step back and say if he's shaking over there he's shaking over here and over here where do we go with this yeah and there are bits that we do not compromise on we do not compromise on that he is good (laughs) and that he sees us in a good way and that we need to see each other as he sees each other and so you're absolutely right. And then one of the things we talked about was um, the voice of the voiceless. It seemed to be a recurring theme. And when we're really careful, we don't go into here because we, we need to wind up soon. Yeah. And maybe this is for another day. But um, particularly, it seems there's something particular going on with the voice of women rising and an, an, and a sh- just a shift. That's It's bigger and more subst- substantial and more significant than political progressivism mm. that may be a manifestation of it in a particular facet yeah but actually there's something bigger going on here isn't there absolutely and yeah yeah and i think that you know <laughs> the church has been probably the worst at we've, this we've been awful we've been awful at this aspect of it and um you know and and i think that now we're seeing something totally different happen yeah and you know my honest belief if is that the world in certain areas is in such a state because we haven't had the voice of women in it. That's interesting, yeah. Um, you know, so because I think that they bring a whole different perspective that that we, you know, I come from a background, right, that doesn't believe in women being the main leaders in in the thing, right? So, so that that's that's my that's my background. I realised after you know being in leadership for a while that. Actually, what would happen is the men would go home, talk to their wives. Mm. Then the wives would kind of go, 
ask a load of questions mm. that we didn't want to answer or we hadn't thought about. And then they'd come back and we'd have to change our decision. Mm. Right? So after a while, I thought, this is just ridiculous. <laughs> Why do we just have the women involved in the, in the first place? Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, it's yeah. really stupid, you know. So, so you know, to, um, you know, so, so we found a way to do that. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? But, and I feel that that's happening more and more across the world now. Mm. A voice to the voiceless. I think, I, I think, you know, often art has been dishonoured. Right, I think there's a that's that's another area where yeah. the voice of art, uh, the artistic and the creative people, are coming to the fore and being seen as an important part of what's. If you want to find out what's going to happen in the next ten years, go to the creative industries, mm. see what's happening in the art in the world of art and literature, mm. and you will see a a prophetic voice for the next ten. What's going to happen yeah, in the next yeah. ten years? That's that that's good and bad, you know. So so I think that. It's, it's we could as you say this is something that we probably need to unpack somewhere else separately, and, yeah. a, a separate another time but i ju- i just think that 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 we are seeing this voice of the voiceless yeah. come into the fore and particularly in yeah. the area of women I, yeah. I, I i i do i you know and um, and so what we're saying is that the, the, the you know, a lot of the body of this podcast we're talking about giving honor to yeah. the other yeah we're we're now talking about giving honor to the voiceless, yeah. the voice of the voices, and particularly that's meaning a shift yeah. in relations between men and women. Yeah. What this, I, I think, what this doesn't mean is that it was about men. Now it's going to be about women. No. I, I think this is about God is raising up the women who've been voiceless to bring a godly order a, a, across the whole. Yeah, yeah. Because God's absolutely. not just dealing with women; He's dealing with the whole. Yeah, I, I, raise, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 suddenly, um, you know things coming into their own as yeah. well but it's I, I just think that that's it's it sometimes it's difficult as a guy hmm. to talk about this without sounding condescending as well right yes. <laughs> and you know i know i know that i, I know that some people will be going well that's just condescending we've always had a voice well yeah but we can't have it both ways let me let me speak yeah. speak on that point no we as men have screwed up yeah we have even if women have had a voice, we've not listened to it. We've no. not given it the weight it should have had. Yeah. We need to do better. Yeah, we can, we can say that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, so we can come back to that one. Yeah. Um, what is the end state in? Where does this go? To what, let's, go let's talk about. Let's end on peace, shall we? What, what's <laughs> what's the? Uh, if all this works out, what happens? <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. What happens? I, I'm. Let, let's widen that from just peace. Okay. Okay. As if it wasn't big enough. <laughs> to sh- sh- the, the concept of shalom, which most people think as as peace anyway, right? Yeah. Um, and the reason I want to do that is because I think that peace is too small a thing, as well. Right. It's yeah. about well-being. It's about the wholeness. Of the person and the community, mm. so I think if we learn how to honor one another, we will see shalom start to come. Very good. We will see a wholeness, a holistic um, effect upon yeah. individuals and community. Yeah, because communities are made up of individuals, right? So, so that's my that I think that's where this is going. I think God is shaking up the nations mm. to bring shalom. Or let's put it in a kind of New Testament context to bring the His kingdom, 
Yeah. Part of the problem about using the word kingdom, it immediately makes us think military, right? It yeah. immediately just thinks dominion. Yeah. We immediately start to think, and we talked about that in 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 the first podcast. Whole podcast on it. Um, but actually, it's mo- it's not about that. It's not as the world sees kingdom. Is it? It's not that. That isn't what... It, our, our ways are not the ways of the world. Our yep. weapons are not the weapons yep. of the world, yep. right? Which are about power and dominion and yep. and subjugation and subservience and those kinds of things. It's not about that. Mm-hmm. It's actually about the whole, everybody finding their place. Mm. The foreigner finding their place. The alien fight, and I don't mean aliens from uh, you know <laughs> from Mars. Although you know, if, yeah. if that happened, that'd be great as well. But uh, but I'm not. I'm not saying it will. Um, I'm not making a statement here. You know, it's 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 the it's the one who isn't part of us being part of us mm. and feeling part of us, finding um, a place at the table. Exactly, exactly. And and I just think that that is just such a powerful. Mm. A powerful thing that's where i think this is going i think this is what god wants yeah so the, the out the out uh, the outworking of this is a lot of different people with a lot of different views sitting down and at the table yeah. together sharing food together sharing community together looking out for each other's best yeah even though they hold lots of different perspectives on, on the way things yeah. is and i mean again to bring a, a biblical mm if it helps some people John 10.10 10, Jesus said mm. Satan comes to kill, steal and destroy but I've come to bring life life to the full abundant yeah, life abundant life yeah. so the abundant life he's talking about life to the full is that shalom isn't it yeah, exactly. Jesus is the shalom, shalom bringer he is the life bringer the, and yes so if we're honouring people we'd expect the life of God to increase and prosper there. Yeah. That's got to be worthwhile as an outcome, isn't it? That's right, exactly. And you know, coming back to this whole idea of honouring again, you know, it's part of the 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 practical bit about honouring yeah. is coming to a conversation, coming to an argument, yeah. coming to a disagreement, willing to be persuaded. That's the attitude we have to have. Hmm. Willing to be persuaded. So that when we're sitting around the table and there's this diverse um, swirling <laughs> uh, of of ideas and opinions and um, perspectives, yeah. we are willing to be persuaded. Very good. So that we can see the beauty of the whole, yeah. not just the beauty of our bit. That's very good. That's very good. Well, it feels like we, we that's quite... It's quite a full, full ball um, podcast. That one. Um, that's it as a wrap for the uh, for this season. Am I allowed to leave our audience with a, a question to puzzle over? Go on, go. For go on. <laughs> well, well, we can always cut it out. <laughs> yeah, we, we can cut it out. We've we've been having a conversation about something we call the kindness conspiracy. Here's here's a question: Is it possible? for kindness to happen or be shown without Jesus showing up in the room? <laughs> I could answer that now, but I won't. <laughs> Send your answers on a postcard. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Ridiculous you are, like it, eh? Ridiculous. What can I say?
Jerry, what are you doing? 